Chapter thirty three of Hands of Iceland by Victor Hugo. Translated by Abby Langdon Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sonia. Chapter thirty three. Is that the chief? His look alarms me. I dare not speak to him. Maturin, Bertram. On hearing the shouts which announced the arrival of the famous hunter Cannibal, Hackett sprang forward to meet him, leaving Ordner with the two other leaders. Here you are at last, my dear Cannibal. Come, let me present you to your much dreaded commander, Hans of Iceland. At this name, Cannibal, pale, breathless, his hair standing on end, his face bathed in perspiration, and his hands stained with blood, started back. Hans of Iceland! Come, said Hackett, don't be alarmed. He is here to help you. You must look upon him as a friend and comrade. Cannibal did not heed him. Hands of Iceland here, he repeated. <laughs> to be sure, said Hackett with ill-suppressed laughter, are you afraid of him? What? For the third time interrupted the hunter. Do you really mean it? Is Hands of Iceland here, in this mine? Hackett turned to the bystanders. Has our brave Cannibal lost his wits? Then addressing Cannibal, I see that it was your dread of Hans of Iceland which made you so late. Cannibal raised his hands to heaven. By Ethelreda, the holy Norwegian saint and martyr, it was not fear of Hans of Iceland, but Hans of Iceland himself, I swear, that delayed me so long. These words caused a murmur of surprise to run through the crowd of miners and mountaineers surrounding the two speakers, and clouded Hackett's face as the sight and the rescue of Ordner had but a moment before. What? What do you mean? he asked, dropping his voice. I mean, Mr. Hackett, that but for your confounded hands of Iceland, I should have been here before the owl's first hoot. Indeed. And what did he do to you? Oh, do not ask me. I only hope that my beard may turn as white as an ermine skin in a single day, if I am ever caught again hunting a white bear, since I escaped this time with my life. Did you come near being eaten by a bear? Cannibal shrugged his shoulders contemptuously. A bear? A terrible foe that would be. Cannibal eaten by a bear? For what do you take me, Mr. Hackett? Oh, pardon me, said Hackett with a smile. If you knew what had happened to me, good sir, interrupted the old hunter in a low voice, you would not persist in telling me that Hans of Iceland is here. Hackett again seemed embarrassed. He seized Cannibal abruptly by the arm, as if he feared lest he should approach the spot where the giant's huge head now loomed up above those of the miners. "'My dear Cannibal,' said he solemnly, "'tell me, I entreat you, what caused your delay. You must understand that at this time anything may be of the utmost importance.' "'That is true,' said Cannibal after a brief pause. Then yielding to Hackett's repeated requests, he told him how that very morning, aided by six comrades, he had pursued a white bear into the immediate vicinity of Walderhog Cave, without noticing, in the excitement of the chase, that they were so near that dreadful place, how the growls of the bear at bay had attracted a little man, a monster, or demon, who, armed with a stone axe, had rushed upon them to defend the bear. The appearance of this devil, who could be no other than Hans, the demon of Iceland, had petrified all seven of them with terror. 
Finally, his six companions had fallen victims to the two monsters, and he, Cannibal, only owed his safety to speedy flight, assisted by his own nimbleness, hands of Iceland's fatigue, and above all by the protection of that blessed patron saint of hunters, St. Sylvester. You see, Mr. Hackett, he concluded his tale, which was still somewhat incoherent from fright, and adorned with all the flowers of the mountain dialect. You see that if I am late, you should not blame me, and that it is impossible for the demon of Iceland, whom I left this morning with his bear wreaking their fury upon the corpses of my six poor friends on Walderhock Heath, to be here now in the guise of a friend. I protest that it cannot be. I know him now, that fiend incarnate. I have seen him. Hackett, who had listened attentively, said gravely, My brave friend Cannibal, nothing is impossible to Hans or to the devil. I knew all this before. The savage features of the old hunter from the mountains of Kjölen assumed an expression of extreme amazement and childlike credulity. What? he exclaimed. Yes, added Hackett, in whose face a more skilful observer might have read grim triumph. I knew it all except that you were the hero of this unfortunate adventure. Hans of Iceland told me the whole story on our way here. Really, said Cannibal, and he gazed at Hackett with respect and awe. Hackett continued with the same perfect composure. To be sure, but now calm yourself. I will present you to this dreadful Hans of Iceland. <gasps> Cannibal uttered an exclamation of fright. Be calm, I say, repeated Hackett. Consider him as your friend and leader, but be careful not to remind him in any way of what occurred this morning. Do you understand? Resistance was useless, but it was not without a severe mental struggle that he agreed to be presented to the demon. They advanced to the group where Ordener stood with Jonas and Norbith. May God guard you, good Jonas, dear Norbith, said Cannibal. We need his protection, Cannibal, said Jonas. At this instant Cannibal's eye met that of Ordener, who was trying to attract his attention. "'Ah, there you are, young man,' said he, going up to him eagerly, and offering him his hard, wrinkled hand. "'Welcome. It seems that your courage met with its reward.' Ordener, who could not imagine how this mountaineer happened to understand him so well, was about to ask an explanation, when Norbith exclaimed, "'Then you know this stranger, Cannibal.' By my patron saint, I do. I love and esteem him. He is devoted, like ourselves, to the good cause which we all serve. And he cast another meaning look at Ordener, which the latter was on the point of answering, when Hackett, who had gone in search of his giant, whose company all the insurgents seemed to avoid, came up to our four friends, saying, Cannibal, my valiant hunter, here is your leader, the famous Hans of Klipstadur. Cannibal glanced at the huge brigand with more surprise than terror, and whispered in Hackett's ear, Mr. Hackett, the hands of Iceland whom I met this morning was a short man. Hackett answered in low tones, You forget, Cannibal, he is a demon. True, said the credulous hunter, I suppose he has changed his shape. And he turned aside with a shudder to cross himself secretly. End of chapter 33